1: Geeks rule the world. Yes, they do. And in September 2015, in the Welsh town of Llandudno, a whole collection of awesome and geeky people will be spending a fantastic Saturday together.
0: Tickets are available now from www.sci-fi.wales. I'm Richard James from Jerry Anderson's Space Precinct.
1: Uh, you, uh, and if you you're at Sci-Fi Wales, lawyer, and Mrs. Mrs. why wouldn't you be? My he- come and say hello.
0: Hi, I'm
2: David M. Kelly. I write science fiction, and I'd like to tell you about my latest book, Dead Reckoning,
1: and other stories. It features a wide cast of characters dealing with some crazy situations, leaving them all in need of some serious therapy. It's available from Amazon
2: and other online bookstores. You can also find out more at my website, davidmkelly.net.
0: From
1: page, page to screen, page to screen. Movie hey. hey, hey, hey! How you doing? It's one of those things where I go, I must be ready for eight, and then everything chucks <laughs> itself at me all at once. Yeah, yeah it's <coughs> real life, what you do. But uh, no, that's absolutely fine. I'm, I'm all good. I've had something to eat. Uh you uh, For the fantastic chicken dippers and chips. That's that's how fancy it gets in this house. Wow.
2: <laughs> In my house, I just get a chicken. I don't even get the dips. Oh look, because off
1: lucky, Mister Downton Abbey. Yes, well, I needed the dips, and uh, <laughs> the chips were definitely necessary to keep me going. So, um, so yes, how are things?
2: Do right. right. We've got Rob here who has never been on a podcast before.
1: Welcome to the world of podcasting, Rob. Hi Fraser. Finally, uh, we speak. We speak at long last, voice to voice, ear to ear. That's right. How are things? I could
2: actually just toddle off and just let you two talk for 45 <laughs> minutes. It'd be the easiest podcast ever, but that'd be mean. No, you
1: need to You need to do your work, Stuart. Come on. <laughs> I do. I do. So, what have you been up to? Do tell. Uh, I've just been doing some fantastic emailing BBC executives going, please give me jobs, please look at my work, please take cops and monsters off my hands. <laughs> Oh,
2: all three episodes
1: now. Uh yes. Uh and Nicholson. I think it we're we are going now, right? We are live. Oh we, oh, we did. You should
2: know me by now yeah. as soon as it starts. It was really
1: podcasts. weird because I was on Doctor Squeeze uh Gallifrey Stan's Stands podcast and it was a proper right here's how it works and here's what we're doing I'll cue you in, you'll know when and I was like, This is very formal but <laughs> what, what do you mean proper? What you're trying to say? <laughs> well, I meant think, it was a very formal Procedure and it's like, you know, you in blah blah blah. And it's like this is bizarre. I'm used to just like hello away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I once made that mistake
2: when I was back in the early days of podcasting. I would go on and I go, right, in a minute I'm gonna start recording, and then somebody said something really, really funny and it wasn't recorded. Oh. So it's like, right, from now on, I'm starting as soon as the call begins.
1: A clever thing to do. So, yes, yes. Anne Nicholson, since I know we're going, Anne Nicholson are fantastic editor. Uh, came over last night to my flat, and she's taken all you know, 21.4 gig of footage and sound and whatnot. Uh, and we had, a little, we had a little bit of a watch over it to decide what clips we liked and what we didn't like, not as in you know what we thought worked better before Julie listens to this and gets offended. Uh, and we decided how you know I gave her two or three options and how to start the episode to come into the titles and out of the titles. Um, and yeah. It's uh, it's it should be shaping up quite nicely. We should uh, she's going we're going to try and have it done for the fifth of September. Um, but it's but by the time we get sound done on it and visual effects and music, it's probably going to be more likely that we're going to have a, a sizzle reel with clips of episodes one, two, and three. Hopefully with something with Billy and hopefully something with Dez either side of it. So an exclusive
0: Sci Fi Wales edit. Uh, yes. <laughs> 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 let's call that. Yes, let's call that name. So that's that's the I was p- online. Uh, earlier, watching uh, the behind-the-scenes footage of episode three of Cops and Monsters, uh, that was uh, an interesting watch. <laughs> interesting in a good way or a bad way? No, no, it's always a good way. Phrase. It's <laughs> always a good way.
2: Yeah, if it was a bad way, you'd see your name getting dumped off the advert and uh, <laughs> you'd get unfollowed. So that's a good sign that you've not been.
1: <laughs> um, I was speaking to Ellie, who shot and edited it, uh, and she was going to start editing the full. It's probably going to come out in 10 minutes or whatever. Uh, but we're not releasing that, obviously, until after the episode. Um, but she uh, she showed it to another uh, camera operator, Gavin Hopper, who helped us out on the day. Uh, he's from the BBC as well. It's very quickly becoming a BBC thing. <laughs> and Gavin's like, oh, um, there's that's a questionable part in it. And Ellie's like, well, what's that? And he goes, Fraser's always on his phone. And Ellie's like, yeah. So they ended up watching it, and they, they realised that I was on on my phone all the time looking at the script. So in case anybody watches and goes, that's a lazy director. Nope, I'm reading my script. That's, that's how it's done. Um, so when Ellie interviews me for the, the behind the scenes, which we've not done yet, I will make sure that's made abundantly clear. I am not an anti-social director. I was merely referring to my script. Because exactly. Simon Weir very rarely sticks to his, <laughs> so... <laughs> if you're anti-social, you wouldn't be on a podcast, exactly. so that blows that out of the water. So hopefully people are enjoying the little little sneaky peek, um, and hopefully people will enjoy it when we actually put the full thing out. Do you want me, you want me to uh,
2: remind you it's 25 days yeah. today until Sci-Fi Wales? Good grief, it's a good
1: thing i booked my hotel then.
2: It is. Yeah, with a pool in it,
1: apparently. Um, uh, very sweet. Yes, um, and Anne, our editor, loves to live in luxury. Uh, and she went, I don't, you know, here's some B&Bs, but I really want the hotel. I, I prefer B&Bs are creepy, hotels aren't. Uh, and she goes, there's a bar in this one, so that that was the decision. So we ended up booking. Uh, we just need dead So you booked on on the basis of a bar. Uh, Anne did, and we just followed suit, really. Now, can I, Come on, can please. I say Fraser? Yes. When you leave the hotel,
0: leave the kettle.
1: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Stuart.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just worried now that there's a there's a pool that we're not going to see cops and monsters anymore at Sci-Fi Wales. they're just going to stay there uh, poolside.
1: <laughs> we'll send the clips. <laughs> Yeah, if it gets to the point
0: Rob, where it's just like <laughs> me hosting a panel with
2: just me on it, you know what's now, happening. No, come guys on. Really nice pull and that. Uh, whoa, no whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa,
1: whoa! You'll still have Sarah and you'll still have Caitlin. <laughs> that's true. I saw your uh, spot today where you're
2: going to be sitting. By the way.
1: Oh. Oh. Ooh. Is it a good spot, or am I going to have, have that? It's
2: awful. I mean, I, I think it's fine. I, don't, I mean, everybody needs to go to the bathroom, so it's fine being in the cubicle.
1: Marvelous. Good. Oh, oh, that's bro. a good bit of traffic. Um, but the looks of it, it looks like everybody will be coming in to the room and then we'll kind of be there straight away can you know no those um, the doors that you saw yes they're going to be blocked off so people are going to be coming
2: in kind of next to you but more like to your left right okay rather
1: than to the the, the right so to speak and we're near the bar so you know win win If things go really bad and no it's not the theme here now he's it from Scotland is <laughs> so Scottish to be fair. stereotypical <laughs> thing going there <laughs> uh, when I told when uh, when I told Ellie where we were, that there was a bar. She just raised her arms up in the air and went, Grr! and she's English. She's from she's a brummie, so it's not just Scottish people.
2: No, that's no, Newcastle, Birmingham,
1: Liverpool, yep. Manchester, London now. Uh, so. You, just, just don't, do just don't let Sarah have any beer or wine, and you'll be fine, Rob. You'll be absolutely no, fine. And don't touch the heart. Never, ever, 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 oh, ever. Obviously, uh,
0: you've both got experience with uh, meeting Sarah. Yeah, yes. but uh, I myself never have, so uh, yes, I will take everything on board, and uh, hopefully things will go well. We'll guide him
2: through his own event, won't we? Whatever, we
1: event? Well, yes, exactly. Whatever you do, Rob, just don't blink, and you'll be fine. You'll
2: <laughs> <It'll> be absolutely <laughs> <like>. <laughs> Um, Jenny on Twitter, she asked the question. I'm going to ask it to you as well, Fraser. Jenny! We love Jenny. She's, she's awesome. awesome as Jenny. So, Jenny's yay, cool. Jenny. Hello,
1: Jenny.
2: Uh, she should get a table and just sign stuff, I think, just because she's awesome. Lots, uh, lots of we, love Jenny Jenny. Show. we do need the Jenny show. Yeah. Fraser can direct it. I'll publicize it. Rob, you can uh, you can uh, hire the location. I was there. You were there <laughs> as well. <laughs> you were there. <laughs> um, <who laughs> are you most looking forward to meeting? Other than Rob, obviously Fraser. Um, at the event. Who you, look, you know, interviews and panels and stuff like that. Here,
1: here here's my very professional, let me double check who's on. <laughs> so if you can hear any really clicking in the background, it's just Skype. I don't I don't um, I don't know, Stuart. I mean, I'm glad we've got Rob here because you know, sixteen guests, it's very lackluster. It's very uh, <laughs> Jesus man. Seriously? I don't know. Not enough. Not enough. It's actually more than 16 as uh,
2: new announcements are coming out. Before uh, end,
1: this is going to come across as a bit pervy, but I'm kind of looking forward to that. And that is just typical Fraser. I am kind of looking forward to seeing the cosplay people because I think that I, I love cosplay. Um, yeah. I will, I'm will. i toying with the idea of cosplaying myself uh, on the day. You're going to
2: dress up as Fraser Cole? I was Cole. going
1: to go as the 10th Doctor as per usual yeah. because Dez will be in his Ghostbusters outfit which gives me full opportunity to uh, cosplay. Um, Mm. Pixie. I haven't really had a chance to speak to Pixie, so it'd be lovely to actually have a chat with her. Pixie Uh, is great. She will
2: bend over backwards for
1: you. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. uh, Looking forward to meeting uh, Richard James, because I've heard and seen nothing but good things. Uh, I haven't really had a proper chat with Robert Llewellyn yet, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, He's uh, and if I do recall, you can edit this if it's wrong. But I do recall at the the after party for MCon, I do recall Hattie Hayridge drinking and dancing with the fans yep. at the party. Yep. So, she was awesome. So there's someone I want to hang out with uh, on 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 the Friday if she is coming on the Friday. Um, but I can There's a bar there, but of course. Hattie. after that, you know There we are with the bar again. I am slightly concerned about this uh, this party on the Friday because you're letting us all loose of alcohol. So I don't know what state we'll be in on Saturday.
2: <laughs> Do You know what? I'll be fine because I don't drink. So I'll be there on the Saturday,
0: bushy-tailed and you know whiskers and whatnot. So you can get, yeah, I'll be fine. And obviously for 2016, if uh, if it does go uh, badly with the with the Pre-event party this year. Then in
1: 2016, it's an after-show yeah, party. Yeah. Um, I saw. Yeah, the Sapphire Cosplay, the Power Ranger. Um, I was looking at her pictures last night. I was like, oh, yep, yeah, that's really good. Oh, why has she only got a bikini on? What? What is this?
2: Yeah, like it not took you <laughs> ten minutes to notice.
1: Uh, it took me longer than it should have. But uh, wow. you know, I'm lo- I'm looking forward to um to meeting everybody. I suppose that's my cop-out answer. Uh, is there anybody you like nervous about meeting him? Uh, Sarah Louise. Sarah <laughs> Louise. <laughs> <laughs> um, Caitlin's mother. Um, and because she's mental. But in a very good way. John, I, think John, I think John Chalice because he's always going to be Boise. He will. And I'll tell you, it was really interesting because uh, I said to Ellie, no, did you?" because Ellie is 10 years younger than me, uh, making her 21 and I said to her because we were looking at all the guests last night because we, we were looking at hotels and all that nonsense. Uh, and I said, "Oh, did you watch Only Fools and Horses?" And she goes, "No, no, it, it never became my thing." But then I tweeted it to John Charles from Cops and Monsters, and uh, saying that I was looking forward. You know, we were looking forward to meeting him. And he comes back and he says he's looking forward to being there again uh, uh, in North Wales. Uh, and then Ellie starts following him, and I said, "I thought you didn't know him." Because you didn't watch Only Fools and Horses. She goes, oh, yeah, but that's that's the one who goes, Marline. And I said, yeah, that is him. But how did you know that? she goes, yeah, because of Green, Green Grass. And I completely forgot there was that Ah. spin-off of Only Fools and Horses. So it's interesting. Different generations.
2: It is. It's like people that think the official Star Wars ones are the Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith. How dare they?
1: um, I see you haven't added Nasty Nick yet to the... All right, ma. All right, ma.
2: <laughs> is this
1: an exclusive here?
0: A hey, is whatever it is. Yep. <laughs> oh, sorry. Were they not allowed to see? <laughs> no, no, no. Obviously, now it's uh, the, the cat is out of the bag. Um, so the cat can, can get edited out of the bag, it's not
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's just, but, but podcasts are always good when you uh, have an exclusive.
0: No, no. Um... Let's, let's leave it in there, you know. You, you don't have to worry, Rob. Nobody listens to the show other than Fraser you <laughs> and me, and it's so it's <laughs> To be
1: fair, Rob, I don't even. Listen. Hi to the one person. In I don't. E- Hi Jenny. <laughs> 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 as a, as an idea, if you do listen to this podcast, please tweet us some uh, questions about sci-fi whales and ask Rob what it's like to run his first convention. Because I think that... and use use the hashtag. Hashtag SciFiWales. And hashtag, uh, yes, we do listen to your podcast. It's awesome.
0: yes And, and obviously, do um, get on Facebook and uh, follow Fraser. You can find him, Frey
1: Frey. Frey Frey, frey, frey
0: Cool. Oh, this is You're not
1: going to find that one. because I'm going to get on the, it, on the panel. Whoa, right, I'm it's tilt my head to the side. <laughs> I'm going to lean
2: over with my arms folded and get everybody to shout, Frey Frey Cool in the house.
1: I, I think I think no one will find me under Frey Frey because uh, that's my private Facebook. So I would probably keep the name Frey Frey very private. Ah uh, yes, uh, I can change it back in 42 days. Um, I I would add Des to the cosplay section. Just saying, if I were you, just my bit of advice. I think because you've got an awful lot of women there, it might be quite nice to put a guy in. I'm sure
0: Dez True. would love to be in there. I'm sure Dez De yeah. would love to
1: be in the middle of a bunch of. Women. Dez, Des who, he's got girlfriends, so maybe not. Dez who still hasn't booked his hotel. Just saying. Wow. Yeah. But well, there was a very really nice beach with a bench. on Yeah. It. Mm. I'm pretty sure there's a box. I'm pretty sure if he just falls asleep in the venue, no one no, will notice. As long as he doesn't feed the seagulls, then he'll be fine. <laughs> if if Dez can't find any place to stay, who's he gonna call? He man. Hey, yeah.
2: Ghostbusters joke, dumb What's
1: the matter with you? <laughs> yes, and I've just referenced Ghostbusters 2. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, buddy.
2: What do you think about Bill Murray um, apparently appearing in... Is it called Ghostbusters? Or just Ghostbusters 3? It, or
1: Ghostbusters. What? The, 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 the press and all the idiots that go along with it are referring to it as Ghostbusters 3, but you can't yeah. call a reboot Ghostbusters 2, 3, 4, 5 or 6. Because no. Just like you wouldn't call Star Trek Star Trek 11 or whatever, or 8, whatever whatever we're up to. Yeah. Um, twenty seven so. <laughs> um, Just like you don't call Doctor Who 2005 season 28, you call it season 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Um, so yes, when it does get released next year, it will just be Ghostbusters. I'm not happy. I, I understand why Dan and Bill have done it. Bill have done it because Bill will do whatever the hell he wants um, and he doesn't need to commit to a full filming schedule because I assume he'll be doing a day's work um, yeah. we know Dan spoilers, is in it as a cab driver who when Kirsten Wig as a ghostbuster gets out the cab but uh, Dan Ackroyd shouts out I ain't afraid of no ghosts and she says wow. uh, you have just used a double negative so your sentence makes no sense and he just drives off Wow, and then the audience goes uh, really. Really? Um, and Bill Murray is playing a skeptic who tries to disprove who the Ghostbusters are, which is what Walter Peck was in the original film. So you're taking the well-loved Peter Venkman and turning him into a dick. So, I, wow. so I'm not. I'm. I continue to be unhappy. I think the packs look okay. The costumes look a bit naff. The car looks cool. I'm happy they've got Chris Hemsworth in it, but I can't help but feel all of this is just too on-the-nose with, hey, we're women, and this will be brilliant. And it's like, you know, if you're, trying to, if you're trying to make, you know, I know he's like, it's not a gimmick, but he's making it gimmicky. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, why are you making a film of four funny women? I have no problems with that, but why can't it be two funny women and two funny men, or three funny women and one funny man? And, you know, they're taking Janine, who was a classic character, well-loved in the films and the cartoons, and they've replaced her with Chris Hemsworth. And they just they just keep gender-swapping it, and I just think it's a bit pointless. And this whole, and everyone's like, oh, you're being sexist because you're not supported, it, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, I love the actors in it. Uh, I love Ghostbusters to bits. I would just be happier if it was a continuation. And I'm tired of me and my friends who are Ghostbuster fans being painted with the same brush of well you don't like it so you're sexist it's like no that's not what we're trying to say I'm just saying I love the originals I love the cartoon, I love the comics I love the games if it was a continuation I'd be much happier I'm tired of reboots (laughs) reboots don't always work Fantastic Four is a perfect example (laughs) so just... I I agree with
0: you there Fraser because you know for me it was Star Trek when when they rebooted Star Trek um... You know, I've got no problem with the actors in it. The, the you know, the the storyline was, you know, good enough for me, but uh, if they just named it something other than Star Trek I would have been happy. Yeah. Yep. So uh, I, I totally understand where you're coming from.
2: I mean the fact that your friends Fraser have been saying because you're not supporting it you're a sexist.
1: No that's no no no, s- no, that's what people have been saying to me and my friends. Or, or
2: and your friends, yep. but if people supported it just because of the genders, aren't they being a big old sexist like Josh Leedan yes. or whatever? Yeah, <laughs> yes. I'm kidding, Joss. We're just
0: ripping. because
1: yeah, Joss listens. <laughs> Joss does listen. He,
0: he does.
1: I'm gonna get my mate Gavin to listen. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you. Like if we just called it something else, um, it would be fine.
2: Right. So if that makes you unhappy, have you watched anything that's made you happy?
1: uh yes actually uh been to cinema all the time recently so i went to see mission impossible five aka rogue nation Yep. i get, i'll give it three and a half out of five
2: well, I should give it an extra one and a half because Tom Cruise clings to a plane and touches the
1: ground while on a motorbike. Twelve times. Oh. Uh, no, the action sequences were brilliant. Uh, the bit where he's underwater was fantastic. And Tom Cruise is brilliant. I love Tom Cruise. I was watching Live, Die, Repeat or Edge of Tomorrow or whatever you know it by. Or Age of Kill. Or Age of, or or, of Kill. Or, oh, you need his oh, kill. Oh, you need kill, yeah. And he's brilliant. He's just so charming and charismatic. And he's brilliant. And I don't care about his crazy religious beliefs. He still entertained me. I don't care that Michael Jackson had all those accusations. He still entertained me. <laughs> but um, I just it just wasn't as good as Ghost Protocol. I felt that Ghost Protocol was just a stunning film where, where this one was just held together with set pieces. But Rebecca Ferguson was astounding. And it was so nice that she got so many scenes by herself and they really focused on her. So I'm really happy with that.
2: Uh, I've got to say as well, the opera scene... Rebecca Sir the Rebecca Ferguson's personality was stunning in those scenes. I think you're
1: referring it to amazing. her legs. <laughs> Their personality. <laughs> uh, really enjoyed that, and then what else did I go see? I saw Terminator Genesis, which I thought was brilliant. Um sort of a reboot, but not really.
2: Yeah.
1: Um what else have I seen? I've seen tons of stuff recently. Uh and I'm seeing two films on Friday. Just because I'm that sad. Uh, Do you know which two films they are? Have you not chosen? uh, We're seeing absolutely anything, which which is the new Simon Pegg film, uh, which has got Robin Williams' last appearance, where he plays a talking dog, and then we're going to see Trainwreck, which is supposed to be amazing. So yeah. uh, Oh yeah. So the Legend of Barney Thompson, which is a wee Scottish film with Robert Carlyle. Wee Robert Robert Carlyle. Hi Robert. He listens. He listens, uh, and he was brilliant. Uh, it was just a brilliant wee film it's just really scottish and really funny Uh, and i saw that new film with ben kingsley uh, and ryan reynolds selfless which i described to you as an 80s film but now yeah yeah. Uh, and i've just been watching tons of ellie went and bought doctor who series eight on dvd yesterday so we've just been making our way through that
2: very nice i've only watched like two films been busy. You've been busy. You've moved to Wales. I've moved. I've, I've kind of moved to Wales via North of Manchester, which is quite yeah. weird. Um, yeah, so I sold a house in a week, <laughs> less than a week, 24 hours. Moved up north and then came down Congratulations. Here. Working in the old uh, sci-fi Wales, no capital life. I, my, uh, I do to remember. <laughs> and uh, I watched Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Did not enjoy the nine pounds forty-nine ticket price
1: though. Nine pound forty-nine. Yep. Wow. No wonder. No wonder people
2: pirate films exactly not that we ever do but yeah oh, apparently oh. Some do. I don't know how they would do it at all. Go. Go. Um, and I also watched on the way down on the train on McKinball, um, Entourage the movie right I love that movie it got panned when it came out but I was a massive fan of the TV show and I was just so happy to see those characters again uh, I loved it, and I've controversially put it in my top ten list of the year to which I fully expect Stu Miller to try and hammer me to death <laughs> because I'm pretty sure he is not a fan of Entourage, but whether he watched the TV show or not, I have no idea
1: um, Have you seen Ant-Man yet? <laughs> nope. You should because when it opened everyone was like, it's going to do shit uh, and it opened number one in America but didn't make a, much, a lot of money and everybody went, well that was a disaster uh, and now it's past $300 million, and it oh, hasn't God. even opened in about 10 territories yet. So, I think that's another home run for Marvel, where... Um, so that, fantastic. that
2: proves that Ant-Man can indeed carry many times its budget. Pretty
1: good. Uh What about you, Rob? Have
2: you
0: had time to watch anything? He's watched loads, he's watched uh, more <laughs> films than I have. I'm going to just oh, go no. train now and he can carry on that Yeah, I think the last... Uh, the last few weeks with everything going on at uh, Sci-Fi Wales, it's meant that I've needed some good downtime, so I've kind of uh, turned on the old now TV box and uh, been making my way through the movies. Um, kind of, I think the latest one um, was The Maze Runner. I don't know if you've ever seen that, Fraser. I
1: have. I have a cinema card Rob, um, so you can assume
0: that I've seen it. I, I thought it was a,
1: a great film, yep. and
0: uh, as soon as I'd finished watching it, I thought, great, just to leave it on a cliffhanger for me whenever <laughs> I've got to wait for the next one. And then there it is, the 18th of September, so uh, trail, yep. it's, it's, it's not long at all. So uh, let Sci-Fi Wales uh, come to an end, and then uh, I can I can take a month out, watch uh, a few uh, good movies, and then start for 2016. Um, so um, also um, I uh, watched The Anomaly the other day with Noel Clarke, uh, obviously, um... He did actually watch it with Noel Clark as well. We <laughs> no, Noel listens as well. Yeah, I right, know. Thanks very much. Um, so, yeah, um... You know, a movie apparently that you couldn't get through, Stuart. No, nope. um, I haven't
1: watched it
0: yet, actually. I, I actually, um... You, you know, I sat there, watched it, uh... till the end and, and, and quite enjoyed it. The, you know, the storyline was really good. Um... I, I can see Stuart's point, um why he stopped watching it, which was um, about, um, it was the the editing on the fight scenes, wasn't it? She yeah, was, it was kind of like bullet time, but not as clever as bullet time from The oh, Matrix. So I remember the you. Fight, he slowed it
2: down, so it took 47 minutes to knock a punch. I remember you telling me about that, yeah.
1: yeah. Have either of you watched Storage 24 with Noel Clark?
2: Uh, yes, mm. I quite like that. I know a lot of people don't, and it made, seriously, not a lot of
1: money. I, I like Noel Clark. I like him in yeah, Doctor yeah. Who, I, I like what he's done for Torchwood, um, yeah. I think he's a very talented filmmaker, and I'd love to have him in Cox and Monsters one day. I, just, I met Noel Clark, and Noel listens
0: you right now. Do get in touch, Noel, with would like you at Sci-Fi World 2016.
1: Stop plugging your convention!
0: <laughs> he does actually go to conventions, he was in Milton Keynes. <laughs> yeah, though,
1: yeah. yeah but didn't you tell me the story about Noel Clark, he was a way to do something completely not Doctor Who related. And this guy comes over to him just empties a bag full of Doctor Who memorabilia and goes, <laughs> sign this. And to his credit, did he not do it?
2: I, no, i just oh. to know my favourite Noel Clark story. Yes, please. And I won't name the guy who told me because he'll probably be pretty embarrassed. This guy's like a, a really good actor. And I was talking to him at some point in the past two years and he was saying that at one point he went for this audition and he was sat down Next to Noel Clark, but he wasn't aware it was Noel Clark. So he's sitting up in a chat with this guy, and he got on like a house on fire, and we were talking about doing this film together. And then somebody walked up and they're like, "Oh, can I have your autograph? Can I have my picture taken?" And this guy that I knew went, "Who is this guy? He must be somebody (laughs) really famous." So he ran outside, did a quick search on him, he's like, "It's Noel Clark!" He wasn't aware of who he was.
1: Jeez, oh, oh. Um, can we talk about Fantastic Four? Oh, go for it! It'll be the box office smash of the year. You know what really annoys me? It is currently Fox. number no. Well, no, not really. I don't think the Fox had too much interference to do with it. Ooh, we all brilliant. we all know that studios interfere, right? Marvel yeah. is the biggest known culprit for it, but they clearly have a system that works, right? Not all directors and filmmakers are happy with Marvel, and they go, "Well, DC is much more freeing." Yeah, DC is also ten years behind Marvel right yeah yep. and i still think superman versus batman looks like the biggest pile of shit i've ever seen <gasps> so <Get off. laughs> sorry it does it looks like nonsense suicide squad however really interests me yeah i saw the trailer for batman versus superman and fell asleep <laughs> i saw the trailer for deadpool trailer was only three minutes on. <laughs> i watched the trailer for deadpool peed my pants with excitement and then i watched the trailer for suicide squad and suicide squad just looks astounding and I couldn't care less about Will Smith at the moment, I'm sorry. After Focus, I'm not interested. But what I'd, I think Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn is the best casting choice they've ever made. And I genuinely believe, because I mean, everyone loves Harley Quinn, and we've yet to see Harley Quinn in a film. Yeah. Um, and I honestly believe that her story is going to be incredible and I think they're going to do it so well. And I'm really, I'm excited about Suicide Squad and Star Wars, definitely. Uh, and Captain America, Civil War, obs. <laughs> um But Fantastic Four, bloody hell. Like, what went wrong? What Fox went wrong? You, Fox. <laughs> but, like, you just, like, it's number one in the box office in the UK and I can only assume it's because everybody was so morbidly curious to see how it went wrong.
0: Yeah. And it's
1: their biggest chance of making any money back on it whatsoever. But Josh Trank got fired from the Star Wars film allegedly because of what Fox said that he became really irrational on set and he uh, exhibited signs that were not great he was very antisocial, like me on my phone (laughs) (laughs) and and apparently he was just erratic and just very uneasy to work with and I think the problem is he went and did Chronicle with Max Landis it was a low budget film they had complete control over, over it pretty much it did yep. amazing work, and then they handed him one of the biggest properties that anyone could be handed, hand, apart from the Avengers. Um, and he just, I think it was just too much for him.
2: Uh, I can see that. I think that Fox handing him that after one film yep. is a bit of a silly decision
1: anyway. Kind of like what happened with, uh, what's his face on Alien 3? Fincher. Yep. Because he yeah, pers-
2: didn't Fincher turn that around?
1: All? Yeah, be, yeah, I know, but you know, he'd been a music video director and then they handed him this gigantic franchise on a plate where, yeah. you know, scripts changing every day. Um, you know, and how many versions are out now? Two? Yeah, yeah there's two. Um, and, and again, I think it, it would be like, it would honestly be the equivalent of them saying, right, Fraser, we want you to direct Avengers 4. <laughs> That's what it would be like you'd say yes I would say no so quickly no way would I want that responsibility I'm not doing feature films anymore anyway not after what happened the last time uh, TV all the way baby but I feel kind of sorry for Josh Trank because he put a tweet out saying this is not the version of my film my version would have got much better reviews and then he very quickly deleted it but he forgets that we live in a world of Twitter where you don't have to delete a tweet anymore people will still find it
2: the thing is, though, it's like I think it's very similar to like you said with Alien Three, where they, they brought Josh on board because he'd done a really cool film in Chronicle, yep. so we know the guy could make a movie, a low budget one, but it was Chronicle. Yeah, it was amazing. Movie. That was amazing. Um, and yet, there's there's three set pieces not in Fantastic Four
1: that should have been. Such so, a oh, is this based on the trailer.
2: Based on the trailer. There's
1: like three massive action set pieces that we'll put in. Yeah, where they they dump the the thing down in a a war zone or something. I I didn't bother watching
2: the trailer. I thought the film (laughs) looked bloody (laughs) awful. I was waiting for the reviews. I'm smart. You see? Um, And also, apparently there's stories leaking around that he was kicked out of the editing suite.
1: Which is not the first time
2: those stories have been fired around about a movie. Well,
1: I heard he got kicked out of the reshoots. Yeah. Um, and you can, someone's went, well, look at look at uh, Kate Mara's hair here and then look at her hair here. Wig. wig. <laughs> Kirsten wig. And, oh, and what, 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 like, many things alarmed me about it before it even came out. And the reviews from the start, the fact that Fox were going around removing every single bit of p- photos or publicity or stories about it, taking everything down, lawyers and, and everything were getting involved. Um, same thing happened with the Robocop reboot and let's not get started on that <laughs> and, uh, like, Have you seen the Robocop reboot, Rob? No, no, my like
0: like film watching is as many years behind Don't, You've <laughs> not seen the original Robocop yet? No, no, no.
1: <laughs> Just got around to that the other week <laughs> Well, leave it at that Don't even bother watching two or three um, But uh, oh, What was my friggin' point of that? Oh yeah, the fact that the cast hadn't even seen it before they went to the premiere <laughs> I was just like, what is this?
2: bad. But the thing is, everybody will label Josh Trank as the bad guy, and it's not necessarily
1: the case. No, I think they're both to the fault. But someone said, like, you know, obviously Fox went to do these reshoots and re-edits to try and polish the turd that was the film. But <laughs> just how, just how much can you fix a film that's already broken? You can't. Because you know they're still being quite positive about it, and they're releasing B-roll footage and interviews and featurettes and everything. But the minute the trailer came out, I was just bored out of my mind. Yeah. It just looked awful, and I have no interest in seeing it whatsoever. But it's on Netflix; sure. might watch it. Yeah, I'll probably watch it for
2: free, whatever. Do you reckon they'll still go ahead with the plans for the sequel? <laughs> no,
1: well, slightly delayed. Fox have said they're still committed to making more. Obviously not with Josh Trank, and I'd be very surprised if the actors stick around. <laughs> Page, to, page screen. to screen, movie screen.